0: Uh, It is March 28th, and we are at 3.03. You guys can see my screen, right? Still showing? Yes, sir. Excellent. All right. So a couple things are still lingering. Um, Still working on audit contracts. uh, Still working (laughs) on model bonding. And still catching up on design governance framework. So all of these are still under wraps. And we've been talking about these taking a minute. So Not much to catch up there. Uh, This week, um, starting yesterday, we're finalizing token modeling. uh, Sorry, the tokenomics modeling. Um, We'll also be punching through the build claim token process. Uh, We are working on what we call design for community, uh, sorry, I can barely talk, community gamification, um, which is something that we're undertaking here on our end, try to make it a little bit more exciting here in the actual server. Uh develop and launch the post launch roadmap similar to this one uh after we actually launch uh we'll have a couple more key updates, a lot of things to do with the actual technology uh not just the protocol but services front end data things like that front end analytics um, after that uh we're deploying the contract to the eth mainnet this week as well, so uh, that's super exciting. Um, I actually finished up most of the documentation. I was going over it a little bit earlier uh, with one of the community members. It's a lot. It's it's a lot of writing that I've been doing. So uh, just, you know, anxiously awaiting to get it done. Uh, but check this out. Uh, coming up here for the whole next five weeks uh, after this week, so six weeks out, June 20th, uh, the light paper. Uh, coming out April 6th, we're working on the website V2 build, uh, which is also currently underway. So Light Paper V3 is underway. Website V2 build underway. Design governance front end is also underway. Uh, commence the contract audit. So we'll still be doing the audit, uh, going through the audit process. That should just have three dots after it because we'll be continuing that. Uh, then we'll deploy the community. Sorry, then jumping over to April 13th, we'll be doing deploy community gamification. Uh, we'll also be deploying the website V2, finalizing the contract audit. And then all for new things that will be starting, we'll be deploying the KYC, KYT tools, uh, as well as sourcing the ecosystem and partnership. And then check this out, soft launch, TGE, finally coming at you guys. We've been waiting uh, on 4.20. So we're launching the TGE and token airdrop. Uh, we'll enable the token claim process for friends and family for the pre-sale. And then we'll also enable token bonding for pre-sale. And then we'll airdrop pre-sale contributor NFTs out as a thank you to everybody that's been a part of the community. Uh, coming up right after that, then we start our community marketing activities on May 20th. Uh, gives us a whole month basically of uh, time to plan. And then out there uh, beyond May 20th, sorry, uh, let me back up. So starting May 20th, we'll do the community marketing activities. The general availability launch of the protocol, the launch liquidity protocols on Uniswap, the whitelist and mint for VIP NFT, which is uh, an NFT that we've also got coming out another one, Uh, and then launch the protocol lore. And then on June 20th, we'll develop the lending pipeline and then source the lending deals. So it's all coming together. We've got launch dates on the roadmap now. Uh, And Yeah. Excited, very, very excited. We've been working really hard on this. It's been a lot of tough work uh, just in development and design. And I know the team here has been uh, pressing really, really hard behind the scenes, literally meeting every single day for hours uh, trying to get this stuff prepared. So, very exciting time. Um, and yeah, looking forward to it. So, let's continue on just to update on the DAO and development model. Uh, Again, we're paused on the DAO V3. Uh, We're still on DAO V2. And this will all change, hopefully, when we finish up the next version of the uh, the governance. Uh, And then also, uh, we're just kind of waiting for some of the legislation to change as slated earlier. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Uh, Yeah. So again, uh, V2 is pretty much done. Uh, V3, we're still waiting on. Uh, updates on the notes pool and Uniswap development. Uh, so we finished up the documentation. Uh, we're done with the girly. Uh, we actually did our first education briefing here with the team and went through a whole QA session uh, for the last, what, almost two weeks, week and a half, two weeks uh, on the actual note creation process, uh, actually going through bug testing, other things for the front end. So, for the most part, I want to say it's done, but we're going to leave the claim functionality uh, still underway until we get through the contract audit. And then, yeah, we'll be deploying the mainnet, but we may have to deploy again. So that's why we don't call it a launch. The contract will be available uh, for us to test on because it'll have a signature. So not everybody will be able to test on it. Um, it'll require a signature to actually um, mint the token. But if you don't have it, then you won't be able to. Yeah. It's just for us to test. That's yeah. it. Um, so we'll relaunch that whole entire contract, uh, and we'll call that basically our basically. primary contract and we should be good. So cool. Uh, what else did we, do? I forget there was one other one that we done here. The swaps done, the V3 peripheries are done. The faucets are done and tested. That was another thing that we went through with the team. Uh, we set up token faucets so that we could actually draw down tokens and test the notes, uh, ourselves and then test the, uh, Uniswap pools and everything seems to be working so we have our whole entire testing suite built into the front end as well which is pretty nice and from here on out like i said we'll be focusing on the website and more of the data side and more of the informational side uh, of this moving forward so we're in a really really good spot it's exciting all right coming in for news this week uh, i'm going to start with crypto news because normally i go and start with the cannabis news um And uh, crypto has a couple things going on uh, right now, actually, as we speak. Uh, And then there's one really important story on the cannabis side that I wanted to discuss with you guys or just kind of share with you guys, uh, which was interesting because it kind of sets a narrative. But anyways, uh, PayPal announces the launch of its cryptocurrency services in the UK, extending the capabilities announced last week in the US, allowing customers to buy, hold and sell Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Bitcoin Cash. Uh, The first ever Bitcoin ETF in Latin America has been launched by Brazil's hashtags. Uh, cryptocurrency uh, well, is in partnership with NASDAQ as well, offering investors exposure to Bitcoin without owning directly, which is a big deal. Uh, cryptocurrency exchange Binance faces criminal complaints in Thailand for operating without a license as the country cracks down on unregulated exchange, uh, exchanges. The U.S. Commodities Futures uh, Trading Commission, the CFTC, is reportedly investigating Binance's American arm over concerns of possible insider trading and marketing, market manipulation. As part of a wider crackdown on the cryptocurrency industry. Uh, This is one important one I wanted to touch on. I don't know if you guys uh, have seen yet on the news, but 3,800 BTC was withdrawn and uh, Binance confirmed that they were under an investigation. And also, I think they uh, actually came back and stipulated what they were being investigated for. Uh, But it does cause all kinds of problems. Um, Interestingly enough, uh, and I was just talking to one of the other team members about this, it's the U.S. trading side of Binance that is, it's the American arm, which is much smaller than the actual Binance uh, conglomerate that they are. So uh, anyways, it's just very interesting to see what's happening on this end. Uh, Visa's launched their own pilot program to allow partners to use Ethereum. Uh, and then also DeFi protocol, Cream Finance suffers a $37.5 million flash loan attack. Uh, yeah, kind of sucks. Uh, but unfortunately, <clears throat> um, yeah, flash loans, <laughs> a lot of instances of how flash loans are used, especially in DAOs, uh, to take advantage of deviating prices. But uh, here, let's jump over to the cannabis industry. And look at that. Okay, so further industry consolidations happening. The American mar- marijuana producer Leaf acquired European cannabis company EMAC Life Sciences for $286 million. The multi-state cannabis operator Jushi Holdings acquired for a 93,000-square-foot grow processor in Scranton, Pennsylvania for $37 million. And Terra Ascend Corp announced plans to acquire Gage Growth Corp for $545 million. And recreational news. uh, Virginia has become the first Southern state to legalize recreational cannabis use in Arizona uh, as recreational cannabis use has reached 2.9 million in sales during the first 10 days of operation. Cool, but not cool enough. Let's see here. So this is the one I wanted to actually talk to you guys about. This was posted in writers. um, And this was just an interesting read. This is a little blurb about the current sentiment in the market, especially in the cannabis market. Um, So, Yeah, high and dry. Banking crisis, future choke, uh, funding for cannabis sector. So what the sentiment is is that a lot of these banks uh, facing liquidity crises are going to start taking less risky hedges on investments. Hence, one of the first ones that is considered to be uh, risk-prone or non-regulated or uh, ex-regulated industries such as cannabis itself. So uh, this is kind of what... I was talking about that as soon as we ran into a liquidity crunch with banks, that these guys were going to be one of the first ones to, you know, have trouble finding new investment and new capital. So there will be a capitulation. Right. Um, And so now the general sentiment is, yep, that's basically what's happening. Right. Um, Only about 10% of us banks and about 5% of all credit unions provide cannabis banking as per analyst estimates. Right. So it's kind of crazy. It's still a very heavy investor, a uh, heavy uh, industry. So what that means is there's still plenty of opportunity. The timing is still really good. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about all the craziness that's happening and behind the scenes with banks right now, because it's not really my place to, to jump into speculation as to whether or not they'll be solvent or not. Um, but here we do know that the, the sector is a niche, Right. Uh, It is something that is going to require capital because of how niche the products are uh, that are currently available to these guys. Uh, They have been getting taken advantage of. So, again, timing is (laughs) couldn't really be uh, better. So I'm happy that we're getting this thing off the ground. And I think we're going to start to see a lot of this. We saw some of the debt information come through about holdings that were coming in from uh, Canopy and a couple other large funds. Uh, And if it continues to create turmoil like this, then I think we're going to be in a really, really good spot. And what that means is uh, every dollar that we have in treasury is going to be worth a lot more to these guys than it is at current rates. So anyways, looking forward to it. Um, Let's see what else. I think that's pretty much it. I think that's all we've got for updates. Pretty much it.